In a land of horrifying owl bears and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulder of three of shoulders of three dudes. Its name, Four Seasons and a Funeral. Today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 4 of Merlin, Another Sorrow. My name is David, and joining me today are Charlie and Nick. I'm Charlie. Hey, I'm Nick. Man, I'm, oh. I have a couple canker sores, and they're just in that painful stage where talking is oh, difficult. No. All right, Nick, we're going to let David take it easy on this one, and uh, he can summarize Fuck you, I can talk through it. Us. You're a piece of shit. I can, oh, I okay. can do this. This is, what, this a, is my entire life. That was a double bluff to get you to do the whole episode, but... All right, Charlie, <laughs> we, will be, we, will be, uh, we will be silent now, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls and Diablo, and I guess we'll just get straight into what we've been up to. <laughs> Dark Souls you, is very good. Are you at the Diablo endgame and then you can bitch about there's nothing to do because you're at the Diablo endgame? I'm and nowhere you- fucking close. I do not <laughs> the, the know. It's how much have you assholes been playing to already get to the endgame? Jesus fucking Christ. Like 100 <laughs> hours a day. Don't ask me how that's possible. Like, absolutely insane. It's a good game. I'm having a lot of fucking fun, but I'm not going to fucking no-life it. Like, Yeah. Especially because well, FF16 comes it? out soon, and that's when I'm going to no-life. <laughs> that's when we don't hear from David. June 22nd. Shane oh, had to go no. to a fucking wedding. <laughs> okay, Blake. Okay, we, we do actually get to see David after. Okay, it happened. Yeah. Cancels because he may have COVID or isn't feeling well. No, I'm also staying later. Like <laughs> I've already agreed to stay until like as well. We're gonna go to Cedar Point. It's gonna be great. And we're gonna and we're gonna celebrate America Day. <laughs> celebrate the America. Potato and I realize we're gonna be visiting um Schlepstorm during fucking Fourth of July. <laughs> oh man. What a a beautiful thing. So we're like, yeah, we'll go see some fireworks. Unless fireworks are banned because of all the other fire. (laughs) Then we'll get our own fireworks and shoot them off because it's the land of the free and we'll do what we want, damn it. Yeah, we're going to fucking party like it's a gender reveal party. Uh Oh. That might be be a problem. (laughs) Anything else, David? Uh, video games that, no, that's pretty much it. We're going to the cottage this week. Yeah. We are. It's going to be great. All of us. With me, despite it being my cottage, probably getting up there last with Charlie. <laughs> no, no, we'll be, oh no, we might be up there last. There, There's a good chance we're up there last. I'm meeting Potato at two on the Friday to go Exactly. We can always just play the front nine and dip. No, we should we should, we should play the whole thing. We're we're on different teams. Uh, I I get to um. Oh, are we? Did they put out teams? Uh, no. Also, teams <laughs> have been changing every day. But I I got the updated uh I got the updated info today. Mm. My teams my team is cool. I like my team. All that we need is for my team to have more more people with my name on it. <laughs> They're really just gonna do. All of the Knicks together. Yes. Currently, okay. there's two of us on a team. I'm waiting for the third. <laughs> yeah, Kaj at the end of the week. Uh, I have just been reading a lot because the last book in a series called Cradle that Dave and I love uh, came out. 
So I'm rereading all the 11 other books. I'm just about halfway through. And then finally got around to start watching Ted Lasso season three. And my God, is that a good show? Oh, man, I should watch Ted Lasso. It's on my list for like ages. You really should, because I think it's actually impossible to be angry watching Ted Lasso. Like if you're in a bad surprise. No, you 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 can go into it in a bad mood and then you'd be like, you know what? No, this is too funny and just feel good. It is just like, you know, aggressively feels good from what I've heard. Oh, yeah, it is. There's a villain, but even then you just realize that he is a flawed human being and just needs to be set back on the right path. And you don't he doesn't deserve your anger and you shouldn't waste your anger on those kind of people. It's a good show. I highly encourage everyone to watch it. But or, if you don't want to, don't give Apple Oh, also, I did, I did uh, acquire the rest of Ultimatum Queer Love, so I'm looking forward oh, to burning through oh, that hot trash. That shit deserves my anger. Who boy does this season deliver in everything it was promised? Oh, no. It's some peak garbage. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not going to watch it. Okay, but the Queer Love one is, is really good, though. Because there's one, the queer love, it's all, it's all women. It's all queer women. And they had, uh, she's what, 24 is the youngest? So I would agree to all of this, Charlie, but I've seen it all and now I don't agree. Oh, no. <laughs> and I no longer agree with that. She's, she's not the most emotionally mature person on the show anymore. I, I don't agree that any of them are emotionally mature. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't agree that any of those people uh, should they went be on a, They went on a show where the premise is one person proposed and the other person was like, hmm, I don't know. So they went, okay, cool. Let's go to this place with all these other hot people in the exact same situation and he, you can either fuck and leave with one of them or come back to me and that'll be a healthy relationship. Yeah, like, it, it no good. It no good, my dude. They all need so much therapy. That, can we just can we start a Netflix show where we set it we set it up to be like, oh, alcohol fueled like orgy fest. It's just a therapy and then, retreat. And then they, they get there and it's just mineral water, fresh fruit, like good food, and everyone gets their own therapist. That's the show. That, that feels horribly invasive in an entirely different way yeah. and like probably what oh, people it is just as exploitative but in a, a better way that's like t- t- turning no, no. the dial to the other end of exploitative <laughs> yes like i i don't think you could actually get like a registered therapist that would say yes to this like oh, oh that's your first nick, problem nick i can get registered therapists to agree to that it's america they'll do anything for money America! Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Oh, oh no. Don't you guys love being American? <laughs> North American! <laughs> Where uh, one of the front runners for leader of our country isn't being arrested. Oh, fucking Trump's been arrested. Although, you know what? Been Pierre, at this point. Pierre Polivier maybe should be arrested for something. I don't know what, but he's probably done some snarky shit. Uh, did you hear that the uh, presidential candidate, uh, Joe Exotic, says he won't pardon Trump if elected? <laughs> yeah, because Trump didn't pardon him. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. Oh, oh God. 
Who do you think if if it comes down to to Trump I I think through Espionage Act he could be deemed not eligible for public office? Um if it came down to it, do you think the GOP would nominate DeSantis or Joe Exotic if they had to choose between specifically and only those two people? DeSantis, unless DeSantis <laughs> continues to get repeatedly buff-fucked by the mouse, as he currently is. So, not excited to have to go through the... 2024 is gonna be a nightmare. So much. But hey, you know who didn't get buff-fucked by the mouse? Marlin. Hey, I haven't got to say what I did. Oh, Nick didn't get buff-fucked by the mouse either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we know oh. of. <laughs> Nick got buff-fucked by smoke. Uh, no, the, the, the air was super clean, and I got to watch other people play all frisbee and <laughs> drive, for, drive for a long time. I did get oh, to see man. some beluga whales. I, when I heard what happened, I died laughing, Nick. You don't know how much joy I got from hearing what happened. Did you, did you, did you hear it from, uh, from Potato? Yeah. <laughs> I have not heard what happened. Oh, David, would you would you like to explain? No, no, it's your story. You got this. No, no, no. Why, why don't you go ahead? I'm cur- <laughs> I, I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear your side. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been updated before how it went, but all I know, Nick, is that you had a great weekend lined up, and you were gonna have so much fun playing frisbee, <laughs> but unfortunately, that got canceled, <laughs> and instead, you got to go look for whales. <laughs> Yup. How did that go? Uh, we saw some belugas, some porpoises, and some seals. That's good. Yeah. That's How good. much driving was it? Uh, Twenty-two hours. <laughs> two two megameters. Two megameters. A little over that number, in fact. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot of driving. Um, the the yeah no belugas belugas porpoises and seals were cool. Um, my ultimate frisbee team. I was very excited. I was going to be able to go and uh, play like an away tournament. I was really looking forward to it. Uh, it was also going to be the one tournament where my brother was going to be on the same team as me, which he is a significantly better ultimate frisbee player than me. So I was excited to get to like play beside him uh, and play with him for the weekend. Uh, and then the, like, wildfires across, like, eastern Ontario happened, and our, my, uh, Ultimate Frisbee team was concerned, uh, about the smoke, which, fair enough, uh, and backed out while they were still able to get, uh, the money back from their hotel reservation, which unfortunately meant I didn't have a tournament to go to, but the Airbnb that had been booked was already non-refundable. So I got to go whale watching. Uh, very, very different weekend. Uh, I'm definitely less physically exhausted, um, but um, definitely still a bit sad that I didn't get to do to do the whole frisbee thing. I was very much looking forward to it. Next time, next time. I, I still have one. I still have one more away tournament. This, uh, so that that should be fun. Be good to have another away tournament. It's in Australia during the middle of hot season. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> no, wait, I don't no, get, it's in I Qatar to, in the summer. I don't get to do the cool <laughs> leaving the country ones. That's the one. Those are the ones that my brother gets to do. Be good enough for nationals. Yeah. Sorry. 
be good enough for nationals then. Just get oh, good. Fuck, no. Just get oh, fuck, good. No. Our team. It sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> Our team is not good enough for nationals. I will tell you that right now. Have your brother kill someone on nationals and then bring you in as a sub. No, I, I I'm not going to Nats this year. It's not happening. Kill members on your brother's team until they have to tap you. <laughs> um, considering that we play in different like systems, that's going to be a lot of people, like a concerning number. Just sounds like you're not committed it. to this. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm not I'm not willing to commit to this. It's not <laughs> happening. That's my plan to get a gold medal at the Olympics. <laughs> Either that or be that one Australian speed skater where everyone else fell and he has Australia's only winter gold. He goes around, uh, I think, giving uh, motivational (laughs) speeches. Beautiful. Have you seen that clip, Nick? I have not. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Like, everyone wipes out and the only reason he doesn't is because he's so far back of the pack that he literally skates around everyone and then cruises, literally cruises to gold. Beautiful. Um, I think he also won his qualifier in the same way. <laughs> yeah, his, his was a weird path. Listen, man, sometimes you just take what, what, you, can, what you get. And I think that's what he says in his motivational speech. Hey, sometimes that... life just goes your way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, All man. right. All right. Mar- I think Maryland that brings us happened? into the Merlin. Marlin. Um, the TV guide for this episode reads: Morgana comes danger- dangerously close to getting her revenge on Camelot with an evil scheme that fools everyone, even Merlin, and uses Princess Mythian as bait. Um, I really like how they say Princess Mythian. Like we're just supposed to know who the fuck that is. <laughs> like do we Amen. know who that is they yes. have mentioned her and these characters before again for some reason merlin is pulling out the continuity stick now <laughs> oh right Wait. she's the the hot perfect princess for arthur but he doesn't yes. marry her so he can bang both her and gwen yeah god yeah yeah i was gonna say like we we got a whole episode with her before like it's that See, I fucking odin's so? back which is insane I saw it though, but I gotta say, and David, you you gotta tell me if I'm right on this or not. She seemed she looked whiter in the other episode. I will agree. I think she's just grimy in this episode. I think she just got a layer of dirt on her. <laughs> and I like this this episode is definitely not as bright. As what are you episode. an 1880s soap ad? <laughs> what? Have you not Uh-oh. seen the rear? The very racist Dove soap ads. Oh, that one? Yeah. She's no, not I colored. She's just got a layer of grime on her. I just... <laughs> mm, um, nope, I'm good. Onwards. Onwards, I think, that's a, I think that's a modern Chinese uh, soap ad. <laughs> yep. Yes, Onwards, yes it folks. is. But yeah, no, looking through these, I don't know if it was like the lighting they had on her. Maybe but she got a tan. In that dungeon. No, I meant the actress in real life. It honestly looks like a different person. That's wild. Is it a different person? You can look that no, up. No, it's this it's the same actress. Yeah. But like uh, Yeah. yeah. No, it, she just 
does look a little a little different, but it is still Princess Mythian. We do we oh, do her know hair her is also hand. a very different color. All right, I don't feel so, bad about not recognizing her. Um, but anyways, uh, Odin's back. Uh, two two characters that I don't think we really expected to like see. Also, I think this is our first time actually seeing Odin in screen time. He's just been sort yes. of talked about in the past. He has just been mentioned in the background. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time of that being like, all right, let's let's put a let's put a face to the name, I guess. No, he um, was in season two, episode two, apparently. What? Wait, was he one of the five kings? Uh, I Nick, what are you know. remembering? Even I'm I'm the, not remembering. The, the, the I'm treaty. looking on remember the wiki. The remember the treaty of the like with the five kings and things? No, you think I remember anything from this show? Ah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. This is the. One where they send, oh, they send the the one Myror, the assassin, to kill Arthur in the joust, and no one decides to check the jousters with like and their fake. Arthur, with their Arthur fake pretends swords to that be are secretly sharp or some shit. No, no, no. Uh, Arthur pretends to be a peasant and stays with Gwen and is like, I don't know how to cook a turkey. Merlin, go to the castle and get me some food. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Apparently, Odin is in this episode and sure. has his listed and it's the same actor so when does Arthur back... kill his son do we actually see that or is that just an off-screen th- event as well uh, it just says in order to take revenge for the fact arthur killed odin's son in a duel i think that's an off-screen thing off-screen thing I think it's off-screen that's dumb <laughs> that's been yeah he is so many times in in that season two episode is when we learn he killed Odin's son in a duel that Odin's son initiated. Listen, yeah. if your son was the one to initiate the duel, I feel like you don't have a leg to stand on for complaints. <laughs> right? Is that is that not crazy? That's, that's that seems fair. That's that seems reasonably fair. It's like, listen, what was I supposed to do? Just let your son kill me? <laughs> Come on. I think more importantly, at this point in time, Odin has control over the labyrinth of Gedrif. Yes, because because he has taken over um, Nemeth. 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 Yeah. Nemeth. And Nemeth was apparently part of the lands, or like Nemeth owned the labyrinth of Gedrif. Gedrif was disputed lands between uh, Arthur, Nemeth and Camelot. Oh my and, god! And Arthur Arthur ceded them to Mythian so that he could marry Gwen. And not go to and, war with Nemeth. How dare and, and also <laughs> how dare he give up the best lands? I, and and also to to get rid of the like several chests worth of gold of maintenance that the labyrinth of Ged, labyrinth of uh, Gedrif was costing him every month. Do you think it cost maintenance or like it's just a magical hedge? No, it's, it's a magical self- hedge forest. I think if anything, it costs maintenance to cut away at it because I in my head canon it grows. Over time. Oh, I like that. You gotta <laughs> And like the maintenance is cutting away at the hedges to make sure it doesn't spread too far. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, all right. Anyways, we've 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 spoken enough about the the background of what's happening here. Uh yeah, Odin and Morgana have teamed up and they've taken over the kingdom of Nemeth. And uh yeah. Things are not looking good. Uh, Morgana uh, mentions, like, hey, happy to take this over. Uh, take whatever you want from the kingdom. This is, this is what I came for. 
Uh, I need your army to uh, take over take over the throne of Camelot. In return, I'll give you Arthur because I know you want to kill. Yeah, can I also and... say the incredibly weird mixed messages that Morgana gives in this opening, where she's just like, uh, "I don't fucking care about Camelot and everything," and then Odin's like, "What do you want?" He's like, "I want Camelot, my rightful I thing." Want... <laughs> I don't care about this kingdom that we just got for me. I, I want a different one, better one, uh, with blackjack and hooker. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, but anyways, um, yeah, uh, let's cut away from that to back in Camelot at this point. Um, what do we even have here? Oh, uh, we just cut right into, uh, the, like, Camelot, like, uh, Princess Mythian, um, coming to, coming to Camelot at this point. Yeah. Uh, she apparently escaped, uh. Yeah. With nothing a maid. suspicious here. Nothing suspicious here. She escaped with a maid. Everything's cool. Um, and is here to tell her story for, for Camelot and her, her sob story. And what help she needs from the Kingdom of Camelot at this time. Uh, in the meantime, let's be introduced to spooky, spooky Morgana, who has decided to also take an age spell. Uh, I guess instead of an age potion, Morgana's doing an age spell, which is why it's so taxing on her. Isn't but this Merlin the exact does same thing spell. Merlin does, I thought? Yeah. I and think so. The great wizard Dragoon is as youthful as ever. <laughs> I just, I love that we get old Morgana and it is no, there is no joy in old Morgana. <laughs> like, Old Dragoon is great. There's nothing I fun. love to see Old Dragoon. <laughs> old Morgana, I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I think it, I, I wonder if it's because the actress is like, fuck, I have to be in like 20 hours of makeup on and off throughout the shooting of this episode. Yeah, it just doesn't also, seem like she's having as much fun as Colin Morgan was. I mean, yes. It's on the script writers, I think. <laughs> that is definitely a bit on the script writers. I think also of note, um, like Merlin, when you think of Merlin, you think of the like classic, like old, like you know, wizened wizard. Um, wizened Morgana's wizard? wizened wizard. I, I I stand by what I said. All right. Wizened. Yeah, it, he's it going wizened? with wizened though. Wizened, as in they're wise or yeah, end. yeah. David, he he's owning it. Let him own it. Okay, I'm, I'm owning it. Fuck you. Let me let me take it. I'll kill Snorn. Don't no. don't stop me. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't get listen. eaten by an owl bear. Fuck you guys. Listen listen to this. You'll be play, at play it. You'll be play at it on the, Google. You'll be at the heist, and an owl bear will break out a cage and eat you. Fucking listen to it. I have it right. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm on Ugh. your side on this one. <laughs> I know, I'm just trying to protect my poor D&D character from being eaten by an owlbear. Yeah, honestly, the owlbear may think Snorin is a rat. Especially oh, if it's 120 foot tall. Yeah. Oh, man. I think at that point we start praying to the owlbear. Oh, if we know anything, it's Snorin is very good at groveling. Oh, anyways. Um, yeah, we have old Morgana here. Uh, she is, like, hasn't like taken control like uh, she doesn't she doesn't use the the cool snakes again um because i guess to be fair those snakes are dead 
Um, Merlin did kill Snake. Um, but like her control over uh, Princess Mithia in this episode is not as strong as it could have been, given what we've seen she like she's done in the past here. Uh, instead, it's mainly ba- like based off the threat of if you don't do this, I'm gonna kill your dad and make you watch. Listen, that's uh, a pretty good fucking threat. <laughs> fair enough. That is. Who needs magic snakes when you just threaten to kill someone's dad and make them watch? Fair, fair enough, I guess. Going back to the real traditional ways. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tenant of the old religion, the old dad murder threaten. <laughs> The priestesses had to be trained for centuries before they were ready to kidnap someone's dad and threaten to kill him in order to get what they wanted from you. That was a graduation test. (laughs) They had to kidnap their own father and threaten themselves with the death of their own dad. This is Gaius saying this, of course. (laughs) Yeah, it's Gaius. Oh man, wait, can this be our Northwest Passage episode? Can we just completely lie about everything that happens in the context No, of this Nick, episode? we can't force it. It has to come no. naturally. Also, Nick, what are you talking about? We didn't lie about what happened in Northwest Passage. Also, yeah. That's what happened in Northwest <laughs> Passage. That's canon. And if JJ says otherwise, he's lying. I am I am very excited at the same time terrified but I'm very excited for the point where we're able to like AI generate like movies and TV shows so we could just put that in and see what it creates see like just put in that script and see what horrifying like output it can give us <laughs> We get sued by <laughs> everyone related to fringe for defamation and slander Be so good <laughs> Oh, all right. Anyways, um, Princess Mithian is going to give a, uh, like, slightly redacted um, story to Arthur here uh, in her tale of woe. Um, And uh, basically the goal here is to try and set the trap for Arthur to leave basically by himself uh, so that Odin can just, you know, kill him, (laughs) ambush and kill him. and we start to see the start of this here with like, hey, I need your help. You like come and like help save my father, please. Um, I promise and... this isn't a trap, and Morgana isn't my hand lady. <laughs> this yeah, isn't I, Morgana, I, I swear. Is... Please, hello, please it is I, Princess Mythian, and not Morgana. <laughs> exactly. I, I know she looks exactly like Morgana, but with a little bit of gray and wrinkles. But it's not Morgana. Like, I was hoping Gwen would look at her and be like, Bish, you're Morgana. I, I served you for way too long to not be able to see through this disguise. Like, I know your cheek structure. Get the fuck out of here. But, uh, whatever. Anyways, uh, let's, let's, let's continue on. Um, we see Morgana start to, like, basically, like, just drag around Mythian to do her bidding. Um. And we start at, to see what some people point, get suspicious literally. At one point, literally drag her around. Um, and yeah, we start to see uh, some of these, uh, like some of these suspicions here. Uh, Merlin comes to deliver a potion and is immediately off-put by how, uh, like, protective I guess Morgana is here of Princess Mythian, um, and just like won't lend Princess Mythian anywhere near Merlin. Um, 
Gwen expresses her concerns about the plan to go and rescue rescue uh, Princess Mithian's father, um, mainly because it's like, hey, what if this is an ambush? Like, this is this is a huge problem if this is an ambush. Also, you're doing that thing where you're taking all of the like named knights with you and not leaving any to defend the kingdom. Don't you think that's a bad idea? Please, please stop taking all of the round table with you every time. <laughs> you're really leaving the kingdom undefended. And and if you all die, like we're just screwed. No, it's fine. You like, guys have Sir Sir uh uh <laughs> Leon? <laughs> no, Leon's no, no, with Leon them. went Leon went never mind. Also, did they spend part of the budget on new armor? Because the armor looks good. Uh, like they, the shoulder uh, pauldrons they have actually looks like like quality props, like it has weight and it looks like solid steel. Well, they weren't sure they were getting a season five, right? So they might have thrown out the old armor. Nah, yeah. Doctor Who would have used that shit for something. Yeah, and it's probably been painted like silver <laughs> chrome or some. They, they stuck it's a Dalek the, eye on some it. Weird Doctor Who <laughs> about, like yeah, armor on it. It's for new medieval Cybermen. <laughs> Hell yeah! Give me, give me them medieval Cybermen. It's, it's for an episode of Doctor Who like, where oh no, the Knights all of, of the our Round Table gone. <laughs> The Knights of the Round Table are actually Cybermen. That's something nice. new, new Who would do. I'm sure they've already done Knights of the Round In New Who or Original Who? In any Who, right? Maybe? Uh, anyways, they did Robin um, Hood in one of them. Anyways, while you guys are figuring all of that out, yeah, now New Who had Robin Hood. Uh, let's get to the second part of Princess Mythian trying to escape, um, where she waits for Morgana to fall asleep, takes the key, and then gets the fuck out. Uh, unfortunately, Morgana does the castle way better than Princess Lian, uh, and is able to stop her before Princess gets to, uh, to Arthur, here to warn him. Um, and just, just starts torturing her. Straight up torturing her. Uh, yeah. um, has to stop because, uh, Gwen walks by and is like, hey, is everything okay? Um, and we get the, the classic, like, hostage situation, yep, pretend, pretend you're fine. Yes, I and not Morgana are okay. She was not burning my wrist with this metal yes. bracelet I'm wearing. Yeah, uh, Odin put this on me, I swear. <laughs> yeah, Arthur, Merlin even calls her out and she's like, oh yeah, I was bound. And Merlin's like, she never said she uh-huh. was bound. And everyone does their hand wavy. Oh, she was, she's in shock. She's stressed. Yeah, she's definitely not trying to tell you guys something. Please, please time. help me. Help, help me. <laughs> Um, She's blinking uh, in Morse code. So according to the TARDIS.fandom.com, um, King Arthur oh, oh, has yeah. not appeared in the TV series. Mm. They've only appeared in short stories and a few comics. And according to Doctor Who lore, King Arthur was a real person. The Knights of Camelot existed, but they existed in an alternate universe. <laughs> in another Nat- that tracks Naturally. And they only exist as stories in the native universe. Why Why am I not surprised? And, but then there this... was an interdimensional rift that connected the two minds of locals. So they think it's a real story thing. Everything about this track. Like, everything. Um, the human Arthur was actually a reflection of the Guardian of Might? An interdimensional entity from before the universe? Oh yeah, no, I've heard about the Guardian. Naturally. <laughs> okay. 
That's some classic uh, Who lore there, bud. Morgan or Morgane was he replaced the reflections of the Guardian of Magic, and then the story of Camelot was influenced by the dreams of these two entities as part of the gambit of the original Merlin, the champion of neutrality. <laughs> oh my God, Merlin's a centrist. <laughs> Stupid Doctor Who's dumb. Oh man, really, what really do you mean, is. David? It's great. Oh no, all right. Anyway, we get a lot of talk of like, hey, Arthur, you sure you're doing this for the right reasons, like saving a, a king from being killed and restoring an allied kingdom, and not just to kill the guy who killed your dad? And my responses to that, why not is, both? Like, yeah, porque no los dos? Like, he kind of has to. They seem to be advocating for him to not save uh, an allied kingdom. Which is and crazy. At that point, do you not go like, hey, rouse your other allies and be like, hey, Odin has trampled on one of our allies. This is He's broken the treaty he signed with my dad. Let's, let's go fuck him up. Yeah. Let's march on his kingdom. And also, like, isn't that the whole fucking point of signing treaties? Like, you gotta uphold them. That is kind of the whole point of them, but but hey, it's fine. Yeah, they they get going. He ignores Merlin being like something's wrong. He ignores Gwen being like something's wrong, and it, with the bravado of a man who has never walked full face into a trap before, numerous times. Uh, they they get on they get on the road. They stop to camp for the night. Um, Princess Bithian is really trying her best to get people to like actually figure out what the fuck is going on. To the point uh, where she has to literally spell it out for them. <laughs> yes. Like uh, that is before, a plot point. She literally spells it out for them. She literally spells it out for them. It's beautiful. Before that though, let's also get to the point of the episode where fucking Merlin and Gaius don't understand that other people might be able to do aging spells. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh yeah, because Morgana, it makes her Gaius... so tired making herself old, so Gaius examines her, and apparently that includes bloodletting, because of course it does. I mean, yeah, medieval and times. Listen, sometimes you gotta let out the bad blood. And Gaius is like, oh my god, she bleeds too well for a woman of her age. <laughs> Which, hey, that makes sense. Good. That makes perfect sense. And you're like, yeah, okay, okay. And neither of them are like, hmm, could this be a sorcerer? making themselves appear older like i have done so many times many a time my favorite pastime nah <laughs> nah hey mythian has to go to the river take she needs to bathe and morgana's like i will drown you if you try to run and she's like mm-hmm, okay morgana's like i'm not gonna watch you though i only watch shirtless men fight for my entertainment i don't watch hapless princesses bathe in the river who are also my prisoners i'm not that weird <laughs> And Mythia takes the time to carve the word Morgana into a stone so that when Merlin half-acidly fills up a water skin, like, he dumps that thing in the river for half a second. It's not full. <laughs> like, you hold it down, you wait for bubbles to stop, and then you know it's full. Yeah, but we like, all know Merlin's a terrible servant. This tracks. <laughs> and then he looks and sees that it's... Uh, oh my god it's morgana but she's watching him fill up the water skin and then she does a classic merlin and throws him against a tree yep and then does a not classic merlin and lets him live does anyone fucking know merlin has magic at this fucking point it's getting no. real old 
every time I watch an episode and my fiance is watching with me and Morgana's in it, she goes, Morgana doesn't know he has magic, right? And I go, yep. She goes, how? How are we in season five and Gaius is still the only person, the only living person who knows Merlin has magic? Yeah, because all everyone else is fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Mordred. Lancelot twice no, over. Yeah, Mordred's around. Mordred knows. Mordred's like the Mordred's the one that's holding down the fort in Camelot. Oh my he god, you're right. Mordred's in Camelot. Yep. Oh shit, that's uh, that's concerning. Isn't it? He's just holding down the fort, planning a coup. You know, normal things. Mordred's doing fine. Everything's fine there. <laughs> Depending on how Mordred continues to act in the season, he might win me over. <laughs> I really doubt that. He might. He might win me over. That feels. What how he will he win do? you back? Um. How How does he win you back? David? He would have to be a stone cold killer, and not give two shits about Arthur truly, and just plan. He his needs demise. to murder Gaius. Um. Honestly, yes. That would win me over. <laughs> Anyone who would kill Gaius is okay in my books as a character. So, so Nimue, Gaius himself. I loved, I thought Nimue was a great villain. I don't understand why we got rid of Nimue so soon and replaced her with fucking Morgos, which was like that the actress, same character, but worse. Crystal. <laughs> that crystal actress had obsessed, better things. Crystal obsessed Nimue <laughs> instead of water obsessed yeah. Nimue. Yeah. That actress had better things to do, like star in a Doctor Who one-off special episode, where she gets a time, yeah. she gets a bus that can travel through dimensions. That is a better thing to do. Oh, than you remember that Doctor season? Who special, David? No. <laughs> it's David Tennant. They're on the. I think it's the Christmas special. Oh. And he's just okay, on a double-decker okay. bus, and then you get the metal bugs that are trying to like. I um, I've missed most of the Christmas specials when watching Tenet for the first time, so they're foggy in mm. my memory. That one's actually really good, but the actress who plays Nimue is in that, and she plays like a jewel thief who happens to be on the bus. It's it's a pretty good episode. I should rewatch all of Doctor Who. I keep like from season one, one no, like... from New Who, <laughs> so from nine, the very least. I'm not insane. <laughs> What, you don't want to watch the seasons where the Time Lords strip him of all his special Time Lord knowledge and he's just a smart guy on Earth with a car? Isn't that the plot of a David Tennant episode? <laughs> uh, no. The, the one you're thinking of is the one where he, like, turns himself human. Um, by, yeah. like, putting all the Time Lord in a, in a, uh, in a watch. Yeah. Yeah, this... This one is the Time Lord specifically <laughs> okay. lock the TARDIS down I dis- and preve- take the knowledge of him knowing how to fix the TARDIS oh, that's dumb. away from him, and he's stuck on Earth with Unit, and he just has a car. I distinctly recall reading a lot of fan fiction, the Doctor turning himself human and dating oh, his of companion. of course. Of course. Yeah, man, that's, that, that's the thing, <laughs> right? There's like... There's like pinpoint episodes in like almost every season of Doctor Who or any show, and I've called them out on Merlin, where you're like, this is where fan fiction will branch off from. This is this is a fracture point in a fandom. <laughs> like ninety percent of fanfics are gonna start here and go off in their own weird direction. 
This is this is a worrying concept that they've introduced. This is well, it's like this is far enough in a show that solid characters have been established, but also there's enough weird shit going on here that you could be like, oh, Arthur realized he's in love with Merlin and go. There are so many moments yep. for that. Oh, look, look, Sirius died in the Department of Mysteries and Harry has trauma and go. Uh. They're fucking making a TV show, eh, for Harry Potter? Yeah, HBO's doing a oh, Harry Potter oh series. Oh boy. Like, fucking, even after the disaster that was the Fantastic Beast movies is crazy. I'm interested. Were they even, the, did, did they not make money off the Fantastic Beast movies? Uh, not enough. I think the first I don't one. Think. And the second one. First one, they made good money, I remember. Second one was, I think, profitable, but barely. Third one, they definitely lost money. Yeah, switching between Johnny Depp and Mads was a long production time in between. I think and then also Warner COVID. Be like, like, yeah, they were like, no, no. As gr- apparently, not. Mads is fucking great in that movie. <laughs> like, oh, that's not a shock because Mads could be in like the worst B movie, and he would his like twenty percent effort is still good enough that I'm like, I'll love you forever. All right, so so real quick because I was curious. Uh, first Fantastic Beast movie, uh, so the 2016 one uh, made 811 mil, cost 180 mil. Yeah, that one made second good money. One, second one made 650 mil, cost 200 mil. Uh, third one made 405 mil, cost 200 mil. Ooh. Yeah, 200 200 million is not great profit margin. When when you only double, that's that's potentially a well, problem. That's not including a lot of those, any of the marketing costs yeah. or anything like that. Is yep, just exactly. production costs. That is production costs. Also, yeah. some of those, I'm sure, part of Depp's contract was he's earning X amount of revenue. So I don't know how much that's um that's reported on top of that. Like anyone who earns a percentage of final yeah. um, box office revenue. Probably. And I, so there are like two movie series I need to rewatch. I want to watch all the Mission Impossibles. Oh, I will watch those with you. And then I love those movies. I want to watch all of the James Bonds. <laughs> like Craig Bonds? All or of the all James of the Bonds. James... Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy, David. We, I, I need I to do, worried? I need to all the Fast and Furious movies. I haven't seen a single fiance. Fast and Furious movie. Neither has my fiance. And I'm like, they're good movies at a point in the right mindset. <laughs> they're, they're bad movies, but they're good movies. In the second one, they torture a guy by putting rats under a bucket on his stomach and use a blowtorch because they're like, oh, rats will bur- cut through anything. Did they watch a fucking eat. episode of Game of Thrones to come up with that? What do you mean? No, that's fast too. That's before Game of Thrones. Oh, jeez. Okay, there are only twenty-four like, James Bonds. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of content, still, David. That's a lot, and like some of them are not good movies. Yeah, but that's the point. <laughs> You're gonna have to mo- watch like Moonraker, and Moonraker's bad. That's the one where they're in spacesuits having a laser fight in fucking above the moon all right that's how i'm gonna celebrate moving into my new. i'm gonna watch every james bond one a day <laughs> one a day oh boy Ooh. all right anyways oh right uh, we're let's... talking about Mer- yeah we're still on the podcast let's, let's finish guys. let's finish up let's, let's finish up <laughs> this hey, episode hey of audience bet you can guess what the our reviews are gonna be like 
what our ratings for this episode are going to be like. Nah, this, this episode was mostly fine. Anyways, Morgana, Morgana Angie, uh, but also she can't kill Princess Mythia. Morgana Angie. Uh, Why can no one talk this episode? Morgana Angie. Morgana uh, very Angie. You said, exactly. You said Morgana. Um, we have... Yeah, it's fine. Uh... <laughs> We have Gaius stay back with Gawain to ca- take care of now passed out Merlin while everyone else continues on uh, to the to the ambush. Um, Gaius has to uh, Gaius has to try and like wake up Merlin. Um, and it's like Gawain, go go fetch me some water so I can do some magic. I mean, what? Uh, and um, Gaius does what I could only assume is a smelling salt spell. Uh, <laughs> just wafts some smoldering herbs over Merlin like four times. Is this like the first times. time we've seen Gaius use magic, like with the eye effect and everything too? Uh, no, no. We have seen him do magic in the but past. Has but it he is had very the eye effect specifically? Yes, really. They've been consistent, and every time someone actually does magic, they have the eye effect. Okay, because I was not expecting that, and I thought there was like, oh shit, when did he learn this? <laughs> Because definitely we've seen him try and fail, but I, I was surprised. Yes. But we have seen him. Gaius. I think in his, the last season finale, he was chanting something against, um, or two seasons finale ago, he was chanting something against more ghosts, no? Yeah, and I thought it wasn't working, but I thought. Hmm. Nah, he, he, was, he, was able to, he was able to get off the right, magic anyway. there. Um... Uh, uh anyways, Merlin wakes up. Merlin wakes up, tells uh Gaius and Gawain it's a trap, we gotta go, we gotta go get them. Uh we gotta go warn them. Uh in the meantime, uh Arthur and the party have made it to the tomb. Uh Arthur tells everyone except for Percival to just wait outside. He'll go check it out with uh Princess Mithian. Um and immediately gets ambushed. Yep. And we start to get like the like oh look uh odin's like odin's taken taken arthur uh is about to kill him uh merlin's gonna do so much magic like so much magic (laughs) but it's fine because it's not that noticeable it's like look massive earthquake who knows what's going on here i would also Um, sorry just because i just remembered i want to take the time to acknowledge my boy percival they're marching to rescue a king everyone is in like full battle armor um man just threw on a shoulder pauldron still sleeveless <laughs> the best boy as he should be. come on he's doing his best what the worst best boy just or the best worst boy i don't know which one it is Put on some fucking sleeves, Tom Hopper. Unless it's in your contract that you're not allowed to wear <laughs> sleeves. He is. I he is not allowed sleeves. Do not do not give this man sleeves. I would not be surprised if Tom Hopper is like, "I'll be in Merlin, sure, but I'm Jack, and I want everyone to know it at all <laughs> I times." And they're to like, wear "All sleeves. right." <laughs> I did not work this hard to not show off these pythons. I want to become enough of a mediocre film journalist or reviewer that I can interview Tom Hopper for. Uh, Umbrella Academy season fucking four. They gotta I think. stop making the show, dude. They gotta. Stop. They are. It's it's gonna be the last season. They've already said it. Good. I'm gonna hate um, watch the shit out of it. <laughs> I want to get to enough renown that I can interview him and just have it all be Merlin questions. 
<laughs> just every single one. Yeah, yeah, Umbrella Academy. On Merlin, did Colin Morgan and Bradley James have that same level of chemistry as Arthur and <laughs> Merlin? Incredible Merlin deep cuts. <laughs> what was your favorite episode of Merlin? Josh, do you think Percival got a strong enough character arc? That's like interviewing. Would you have worn sleeves if you had to do it again? <laughs> That's like interviewing Anna Torv after she was on Chernobyl and just being like, "Okay, cool." Um, or on The Last of Us and just being like, "Hey, so Fringe, yeah? Do you remember Fringe?" I would never ask any one of the actors on Fringe or Merlin about anything else other than Fringe or Merlin. Like, I don't care that you were in Lord of the Rings, John Noble. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about fucking Merlin. Yes, I know you were RoboCop, Wait. but you were in a really good episode of Fringe. <laughs> yes, Anthony Head, you were notably Giles on Buffy that everyone knows. And you're also on Ted Lasso, and you're fantastic. But what about Merlin? I still, the, the most insane one, um, which unfortunately is impossible, would be Chadwick Boseman. Uh, <laughs> Hey man, I, that, that one be... episode of Fringe you did. <laughs> you remember that would that would still be that would still be the most insane one that you Yeah, could yeah, do. Black Panther, Black Panther, but also Fringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and anyways, um, ambush happens. Uh, Merlin saves them. Completely magic the shit out of Morgana into a wall. Um, they escape. Merlin and Arthur start running away. Um. They get caught up by Odin's men. Uh, Odin and Arthur have a have, have a sword fight. Um, Arthur wins. Uh, Merlin stops him from killing Odin, uh, and instead, uh, Arthur does the thing that he's already tried against a different king. Um, with I'm going to give you a bunch of fairly unreasonable demands, oh. and it's either your life or or these demands. These demands are completely reasonable. These demands, sure, these demands are more reasonable than the other one, but Arthur's already tried this once. Also, like, Merlin's like, oh, what does killing him serve for uniting the nations? And I'm like, a lot. You don't have a like, king trying to kill Arthur anymore. Like, you can negotiate think... with the next guy. Well, no, not even that. I don't think that fucking, I don't, I don't think that Merlin understands the whole point of uniting, uniting the nations doesn't mean like five nations all together. That means Camelot owns all five nations. And if he kills the king, he's on the way to one of them. <laughs> I'll make a united kingdom <laughs> like, one step at a time. <laughs> my subtitles actually capitalized United Kingdom. Yeah, my t- well, are we all just watching it on Tubi? <laughs> No, I'm watching on Excellent. Um, other sources. <laughs> no, you. The, my subtitles. You have the DVD. My subtitles are also. <laughs> my subtitles are also fucked, and Gaius's name is apparently spelled less left parentheses s a i u s. And when Merlin said no earlier in the episode, it just said e. <laughs> what did? What did you find? I don't know. These are the default subtitles on my DVD. <laughs> you gotta stop saying DVD so weirdly, dude. What do you mean? I'm just saying. I, I bought these DVDs, and that's how I'm watching Merlin on the DVDs. Oh, dude, you should bring Mission Impossible to the cottage. <laughs> we should watch Mission Impossible oh. at the cottage. No. Why not? 
There's so many other things we could do. Yeah, and then when Charlie There's and the- I are drunk slash high off our minds on like <laughs> 9 p.m., we can chill and watch a movie. <laughs> we'll be drinking our slushies, <laughs> our alcoholic slushies. Because audience, Mike's oh, no. of Mike's Hard Lemonade fan uh, fame takes slushy flavors and just throws vodka in them. And they have freezable ones, and it's amazing, and I love them. It's going to be such a good fucking time, my dude. Oh, my plan is it. to try and finish a single joint on the. <laughs> I know that's a very high bar. <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. Uh, but yeah, Arthur's like, give the kingdom back, and then we're gonna form a truce. And Odin's like, all right, fine. I promise I won't break this. And judging by his character sheet on uh, the wiki, he doesn't. And this is the end of Odin. Wow, really? Forming a truce. Yeah. So, like, Morgana's got to find a new ally because Arthur just keeps making friends with all of them. A friend? Oh, my God. Is this an anime? <laughs> I mean, I guess. They keep yeah. defeating Morgana with the power of friendship. It's, this all tracks, actually. Killed that one queen's husband, became friends with her. It's fine. Her villain arc was like an episode. Uh, all right. Honestly, like that's the end of the episode. Friendship prevails. Yeah, they did it. Um, how, how did we how did we find this episode, everyone? David, what 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 did you think of it? Um, uh, uh, I like the continuity. I thought it was okay. I did end up skimming through the back half of this episode because I just got fucking bored. Um, which is never a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was just thinking about owl bears. <laughs> so with that, I'll give this a solid two point five. Nick, <laughs> um, uh, man, like very, very predictable what was going to happen this episode, and like that that part kind of sucked. I didn't mind like the, the the sets were fine, characters were interesting, continuity was fun. Um, just incredibly predictable episode, um, which kind of sucked. And I understand that's sort of the point of like reveal, like it's it's like reveal Morgana and then see her like train the like part, like you know everyone else throughout the episode. But like, eh, I don't know. Um, I'm I'm still gonna give it a three. I thought it's better than a lot of the episodes of Merlin that we've watched mm-hmm. recently. So three. Uh, yeah. A little bit confused as to why Morgana didn't go, holy shit, I've managed to sneak into Camelot and I can get close to Arthur without anyone realizing and then I can just kill him. I could just kill Arthur. But instead she then leaves Camelot without killing Arthur. And I I feel like that is a bad choice by Morgana. 2.5. This episode was very boring. Ugh. Just, I feel like there's not much to say about this fucking. Episode. It really, um, yeah. Oh, other critique: there was not enough hidden objects in. <laughs> oh yeah, audience. <laughs> no, we talked about this. They, they know we talked about this last episode. If I ever get more free time, I will finish routing. Out. Are you gonna make your own speedrun.com account to submit your own runs? Oh hell <laughs> to yeah! Take the run away from Forsaf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want a oh, summoning no. salt video on this. I'm shit. gonna mark it as faked and not accept your run. You all contact mods. 
I have a recording of this now. He is the mod. Fuck you. I'll contact site admins. <laughs> As the person who is the moderator of the Merlin Servant of Two Masters speedrun. <laughs> Dude, isn't, so that, isn't that a beautiful statement, David? <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, this episode is viewed by 6.86 million people, which is notable because it's the exact same amount as last week, and I don't know if that's real or if someone got lazy with recording viewer count. Um, and it got a 7.9 on IMDb, which is the first sub-8 of the season. So, hey, audience is kind of on our side. I I guess. Yeah, like... Yeah, that was... It's like it, we're, we're starting to see, like, oh, man, not, not great. Uh, I don't, like... Was still definitely better than some of the ones that we've seen recently, um, but yeah, I don't know. Audience, what did you think of this episode? Let us know. Comment on whatever podcasting service of choice you're using. Oh, you started the outro. Okay, Podbean. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> we. I'm, I'm sorry, David. Was that too too smooth? It was do incredibly I, do smooth. Do you make make do a worse transition, my dude. Uh, Oh, fuck you, David. <laughs> I was I was so proud of the start of this, and now it's awful. But Nick, it's fine, Audience. because in doing this, you've already made a worse transition. You're right. Audience, you know how you know how I get shit on for bad outros, then I do smooth shit like that, and then I get shit on for being smooth? It's great. Oh. Uh, anyways, yeah, no, let us, let us know what your thoughts were about this episode of Merlin, or this episode of the podcast. Um, on whatever podcatching of service of choice you're using, be that Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I don't know, Google Podcasts, whatever, whatever they are, you you know all the ones. We've got them. We're on them. If we're not, yell at us. Uh, and if we're not on one, and you do want us to be on that one for some reason, Dave will do it. Don't think he won't. You just gotta reach out to us. And let us know. Uh, you can do that on Twitter uh, at Forsaf F O U R S A F or over email. Uh, Forsaf, F-O-U-R-S-A-F at gmail.com Hope you have a great week. Outro! Our intro and outro music is The Butterfly, Kid on the Mountain by Slunch. I I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me.